Chapter 12. You don't have to fix everything. Have you heard the expression, unless a person has already started moving in a direction, you cannot help to steer them? Meaning, you cannot steer an idle ship, an anchored ship, a ship that is happy going nowhere, someone who refuses to change or improve themselves. Makes sense, doesn't it? If someone isn't motivated enough to start moving towards a goal or start helping themselves in a problem they may have, then you, nor anyone else, is going to help them get there. A lot of people talk the talk. Blah, 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 blah. That's all you get out of them. How they want to start this, but they don't know where to start. How they want to be a certain person, but they're too afraid to try. They will talk about wanting to try something until they are blue in the face, but they will never take that first step. It's hard to be around people like this, especially if you are a motivated or driven person. Seriously, you look at them and think, why do you keep talking about it? Do it already. We will give them the same advice every time in our best sympathetic tone. Like we understand why they are so afraid to try, but deep down we just want to scream, do it or just shut up about it. Am I right? How many times are we to listen to how they hate their job, only to see them show up promptly every day? Or how about the person who complains about being married or dating someone that treats them poorly? He does this to me or she does that to me, but they never confront the offender. They never address the situation or communicate what is bothering them with that person. They just constantly look to you for advice. I personally cannot make myself sit and listen to these kinds of people any longer. I have had my fill of the victims of victim land. People that thrive on being a victim feed off of those that empathize with them. If you show any kind of sympathy whatsoever, they will attach themselves to you. They will make it a point to be your best friend. They love it when you put yourself in their shoes. They love it when you get that crease between your brow from worrying about them. They don't want to be saved. They are happy as hell living in their world of misery. Don't get sucked in. Better yet, don't sit down and ask how they're doing at all. As mean as it sounds, you just can't. They want to hear you waste your breath on telling them for the 1,000th time how to leave that person or how to quit that job, how to move to another town or start a new life, blah, 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 blah. Do you really think they're listening to what you're telling them, intending on taking your advice? No. Your circle of people should consist of people who admit their mistakes, learn from them, and move on to make a positive decision to improve their current situation. That doesn't mean they'll always succeed at everything they attempt, but at least they will be attempting to correct their current situation. They're going to try period. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing every day, 
but always expecting a different outcome. It's never going to happen, ever. It's hard to turn a deaf ear to a close friend or a family member that is like this. I've been there. But sometimes they too can be parasites. They, they will eat away at you until you lose yourself. You need to tell them how you've already expressed your feelings on the subject many times and now it is up to them to take care of it. It is not your responsibility and you no longer wish to discuss it. You need to wash your hands of the situation. You need to stop giving away your precious time to someone else's problem that they need to fix. The time that you will never get back, I might add. I am learning to become a life coach. I'm also learning that a life coach is not a fixer. I have always been the fixer. I've been trying to fix people's problems since a young child. I learned to be an early fixer as a child. As I told you earlier, my mother suffered from chronic clinical depression. And some days, it was rough growing up in that house. So in an attempt to make life maybe a little better for her and everybody else in the house, I did everything I could to make her happy. And that was me from about eight years old till I was about mid-40s. I tried to fix her through my father's passing. I tried to fix her through her second marriage. And there were a couple other bad relationships after that. She always needed a man in her life. And to this day, she tries to tell me I need one too. When I was married to my second husband, I was a stay-at-home mother so she would visit daily. She loved visiting with the grandchildren, so I really didn't mind it at all. But I grew tired, and I'm sure she could tell some days that I was annoyed by her visits. And then one day it hit me, like somebody turned on a light switch. She was just venting to me. She really didn't want someone to fix it. She didn't want things to change. She kind of liked the drama she had going on in her life. So I stopped worrying about it. I stopped trying to tell her what to do. And I stopped trying to solve something that she was going through. I just listened and I let her vent. When I got divorced and started working outside the home, I felt guilty that I wasn't there for her as much anymore. I missed our visits at first, but then something happened. I started concentrating on me. I started making some positive changes in my life. And I became less involved in her life or her problems that she had going on. Since then, we've had quite a different relationship. She is more complimentary and we talk about more positive things now when we talk on the phone or when we meet up. I love my mother. And I want a loving mother-daughter relationship with her. But I still run into days where no matter what I say or do, it just isn't the right thing. 
and she goes back to her abusive ways. I just need to tell myself that that's just the narcissist in her. I have since learned that she is a narcissistic parent. And I need to keep my distance and stop putting myself in those situations. I just tell myself I gave it the best college try that someone could give. But it's just never going to happen with us. And that's okay. I just accepted the situation and hopefully I can turn it into a positive for someone else who may be going through it. In whatever situation you find yourself in, just know that you are in control of your bubble. You get to choose how someone acts around you. You get to choose who you invite into your bubble, even if it's your own mother. As cruel and heartless as that sounds, it's true. You have to surround yourself with people that will help you heal and help you find your way in this new life you're trying to form for yourself. You can't remain on that hamster wheel and expect to get anywhere. If you have to distance yourself from a habitual complainer, you are entitled to do so. That negative energy is going to interfere with your motivation. Your brain is constantly taking in everything around you. How are you going to live a more fruitful and positive life if you're sitting around listening to someone bitch about theirs every day? You are enabling them to do so by allowing yourself to constantly be in that situation. You are not going to fix them. They like to complain. They live to complain. They don't want to change. They just want to bitch to someone about stuff. I am learning this as I am learning more and more about human behavior. Fixers and apologizers often go hand in hand. Sometimes we feel we will be loved more if maybe they feel more loved. And by trying to help them all the time, we end up feeling defeated and exhausted instead. People have the power to start helping themselves. It starts with a decision to start changing. If help is needed, they can be pointed to the right therapist. Not you. Unless you actually are a licensed therapist, then by all means, have at it. So what I'm trying to convey is when it comes to friendships, relationships with lovers or relationships with your children, your parents, co-workers, no matter who it is. You do not have the sole job of making things better. Excuse yourself from that table. You'll be a lot happier and you'll start to take notice of the many blessings that you have in your life.